guys, ladies and gentlemen, um, finally, it took a minute, but finally the, the moment has happened. I'm bringing you this super talented woman from across the ocean, and her name is Dorothy Ella. She's from uh, England? Is yeah. It? Hell yeah. How's it going? <laughs> Hello. Thanks so much for having me on. It's been a nightmare to organize, but here we are. Yes. Yes, we're two busy people, just like I said. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? So, I, I'm a singer-songwriter from the Midlands in the UK. And for Where the is last, the Midlands? Um, the mi in the middle. In right the middle in the of middle England. Of England, yeah. So, it's kind of near Derby. I don't know if anyone knows okay. where these places are. How far but, um, away are you from London? Probably about two hours, two hours oh, south okay. on okay. on the train. Depends depends how far. I'm not good with miles or anything like that, but two hours up, on the train. I, I grew up in Israel, so you can say kilometers. It's fine. Oh, uh, see, no, we're doing we're doing miles here. You guys doing miles too? Know. Yeah, we do miles. Jesus, Americans and Brits. But then when people are running, they do kilometers. Which I don't understand. Because <laughs> it makes more know, sense. Like, I think that kilometers are like more even of a measurement than miles. I don't remember the explanation to it. Anyways, no, okay. Fucking... Maths is not, not the point right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been doing music professionally for four years now, but I've been singing forever. Okay. And... Um, Last year, I quit my day job to be a full-time musician. So I kind of do um, session gigs, uh, recording stuff, and open mics. And I write my own music as well that I release. So yes. lots of musical adventures going on. Hell yeah. I'm so jealous of you that you can actually afford to do that. I have like two day jobs not even counting the open mic and the shows that I do. Oh, bless yeah. you. L LA, it's, is, it's LA is fucked. LA is fucked. It's so expensive here. And like... Yeah, that's the thing. I'm in, I'm in quite a small town. Mm -hmm. So like, I always say that my, my day job now is weekends, like singing for parties and weddings and stuff like that, or like function things. So lots of covers. And then, um, so that's my job, and along with the open mics as well. And then my passion project is my original stuff, which yeah. in turn kind of, the more I release and kind of network in that kind of circle, the more other jobs flow from it. So it all kind of interlinks yeah. as well. But yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be doing it if I was living in London. That's definitely for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, you you pay you pay rent with all that shit, like? Yeah, yeah, pay okay. rent. Look at you, that's good. But it's definitely not London prices around no, here. I, I live in quite quite a small um country village where there's loads of sheep outside, and it's really cute. Oh my god, <laughs> that reminds me of my hometown. I grew up in a small town in Israel, so I can definitely relate to that. When did you go over to the states? Five years ago. Oh, wow. So you've not actually been there that long. No, no. And in five years, I was able to get married, have a kid and get divorced. 
that's uh oh, rock and, good that's, effort that's rock good and roll effort. good effort <laughs> dude i don't even remember how did we stumble upon each other did i follow I think, you first or you follow me like i don't know i just remember getting a message from you because right. i run i don't do it anymore which is sad really sad we'll get on to that um i ran a tuesday mic every single tuesday for like literally three and a half years something like that wait you stopped um, doing that yeah oh. it's really sad okay at least i sad, host mine still on tuesdays that's super cool that's super cool well i'm i'm saying that i'm taking a break from it at the moment it's not okay. like a definite it's finished forever mm -hmm. i'm still doing things on tuesdays so it's it all will come together i'm sure Hell but yeah. um yeah and i think because i hashtag tuesday i was like assuming that that's how you found me and then you're like hang on wait do you host today for my kind of tuesday and i was like yeah do you that's so cool. Oh, true, 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 true. Fuck, dude. And I, I started mine like barely. Oh, it's on March. I think it's going to be a year oh, since wow. I started mine. I actually started mine because the open mic that I used to go to back home in Israel was shut down because like they switched owners at the bar and oh, they didn't want to do that anymore. So I was like, OK, this is my gift to the universe. I'm just going to do my own thing here. And been building this amazing artistic community um and yeah i'm super grateful for that it's amazing um, it's so nice to see like someone else doing it across the other side of the world as well like, it's i just open mic is something that got me into performing and doing right. it as a job so yeah. like finding that community and that just place for everyone to not only express themselves and appreciate everyone's musicality but just to feel comfortable and to feel like part of something as well like you don't have to be perfect you can experiment with your music and also play music with loads of people and then to watch your little videos of you guys doing it there I'm like oh it's so cool amazing especially I mean, on a tuesday oh, exactly and i mean all <laughs> we always aspire to as human beings i think is being part of the community i think it's very like a very natural thing that we just need like we crave as human beings i mean as much as i i can be alone with myself and be a loner but it's just there's something about being part of this growing community that just lifts you up and we all lift each other together Oh, definitely. Yeah, and it was very gnarly that I found out that you have an open mic, actually. And, dude, by the way, you are super talented. Oh, like, I obviously, I obviously <laughs> checked your music, and, yeah, you make me feel like dancing, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a white boy. I don't really know how to dance, but... Uh... <laughs> Thank you so much. That's so cool. I'm glad that it makes you feel like dancing, because that is the whole point of why I want to do music. Well, the obviously you have some emotional songs but you can still do a little sway to those ones but yeah. like just to bring everyone together and to get that vibe going i think it's so important fuck yeah wait yeah, how old important. are you 26 okay okay still younger than me that's fine I'm <laughs> how dude, old are I'm, you i'm hitting 34 uh oh. in, in february you look good 34 well done yeah i'm old as fuck <laughs> uh, you're only as old as you, you are in here oh yeah that's what i always say but deep inside i'm like oh fuck 
Time is running out. I need to start rushing. I need Someone to make thought it. I was 17 last year, though, so I'm taking that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do look very young, dude. Yes, well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Makeup is, is a miracle worker. <laughs> dude, do you get a lot that you look like Sydney Sweeney? I don't even know who that is. <gasps> Jesus Christ. I'm going to have not, to Google have right you, now. Have you now watched Euphoria? No. Oh my God! It didn't make it to England, um, did it? I've got to Google right now. <laughs> Sydney right. Swinney. The suspense. Ah, guys. I'll take that. I'll take that. She says. I'll take that. Yeah. Dude, immediately when yeah, immediately when I <laughs> when I looked at your photos on Instagram, I'm like, wait, what? There, there's definitely a vibe there. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. So wait, you grew up in like in the same area? Like you stayed like born and raised in the yeah, same Yeah, so okay. I'm, I'm just I'm at now ten minutes from my parents' house where I grew up. Which must be fucking never nice, ever dude. thought I'd be back here. I thought I'm getting out of this town. No, there's nothing going on. Um so I went to university in Manchester mm. up north. Um, studied music there and did a lot with um, my band and things up there um, and then had to move home because student life needed to get a job and all that mm -hmm. yeah. made loads of connections around around Derby and everything um, and then I moved to Nottingham for a year so I'm, I was in Nottingham literally I've just moved back two months now I've been here and it's I'm really, I'm actually really glad that I'm back. It's really nice to see my hometown in a different light and have made all these new musical connections. And like, it's, yeah, it's quite wholesome. Yeah, it's all amazing. It's very like fun to go away for a minute. Like I haven't been to Israel for four years straight. Then I went last summer and I was right. like, oh, I should have, I should have fucking stayed. Sometimes I like tell myself like, oh my god, this is like wow. What brought you over to America? Well, my ex-wife, obviously, she's from here. And uh also as much as I I actually started becoming popular back home. I left literally after I released my first album. And I was like already like on the radio and I got interviewed on TV and shit like that. Cool. But in the long run, it's much harder to make a living uh, from music in Israel than making it here in the U.S. Because in Israel, if you're not huge, you barely get by. Like you can be a yeah. big band and still like you live off the grid pretty much. Here in yeah. the U.S., you can be like a mid-level band that only fills up theaters and clubs, and you still make a living off of music. That's, That's cool. What, yeah, the market is way larger here, for sure. Oh, so you've come over to live the dream. Yeah, uh, which uh, because of COVID became a nightmare, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it it is what it is. I mean, it's behind us, and I'm with a face forward, and I have a band that I stand behind. And we're we're about to record our first album soon enough. Hopefully, release it early next year because we've been Maybe. sitting on a bunch of songs for way too long. 
I'm sure you know how it is. Um, Yeah, the curse of being a musician. oh, such a tough life we run. <laughs> That'll so, keep me in the loop, though. Once that's released, I'd like to hear it. oh, for sure. I mean, I've we heard have, you we singing. have, You've got a gravelly, gritty voice. I like it. you approve? Yeah, it's like, like a lot of rock <laughs> influences. And yeah my mom's they're a proper rock chick, so I, they're I was all kind they're of all on my walls grateful. right there you can see fucking Amazing. Yeah, Nirvana. Got Yeah, that vibe. that's that's. I share a birthday with Kurt Cobain. I have I have my Nirvana tattoo right here. Amazing. Um, I share a birthday with Kurt Cobain, and our parents got divorced in the same age. There's a whole supernatural shit happening with that So thing. are you reincarnated to Kirk Bates? See, I was born when he was alive. Still, so I don't know if reincarnated, but maybe when he left the planet, he kind of sparkled some shit on my head, Yeah. and Oh, uh, that's nice. you know. Little I hope sparkles. so. I mean, dude, I I literally met Dave Grohl <laughs> a week after I moved here, wow, that's which was so cool. insane. Were you ever outside of the UK? Not living, but No, I've like been. traveling. Yeah, so I've been lucky enough that my parents took me away. Mm hmm I've been pretty much all over. Europe and my dad's actually from New Zealand so I've been there a few times Oh, wow. Okay. and I'm going actually in January I'm going for five weeks in January to New Damn. Zealand so I'm excited about that it's gonna be cool That one's definitely on my bucket list. That country looks so beautiful. it's just the most peaceful beautiful place it's And I, unreal I'm a huge it's amazing uh, Lord of the Rings fan, so of course yeah you gotta go there then <laughs> definitely. But dude, But I've I think been I'm to mostly, America. I'm mostly like jealous of you because I truly think that. The British crowd is probably one of the best crowds on the planet. Like concerts that I've seen that happening in England, the crowd is just fucking wild, dude. What do you think? Yes. See, I've, I've literally been thinking this recently about American crowds because I feel like Americans, they're just... so they've got so much emotion and they're always so excited about music You need, dude, you need to fucking go to a concert here and see what I'm talking about. Because people are here like, oh, you're in my space, uh, stuff like that, you know. oh Even really at, even at festivals and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. oh see festivals are pretty crazy over here like festivals get mad like i i didn't go not been to like the big festivals to be honest they don't appeal to me that much Because there's just so many people there. I've been to like low key festivals when I've been Okay. the artist. So So you you can you've kind never of. been to Glastonbury? Like, No, what? no. You have to apply for tickets two years in advance. Really? Yeah, it's And ridiculous. you don't even know who the lineup is. No, it's, Well, the it's ridiculous. the lineup was But never uh, bad, though. what's that? The, the lineup in Glastonbury was never bad, so Oh you no, get there's like... always amazing artists. But I've I have a lot of friends that go I've had a few friends that have performed there as well. But I've the friends that like attended, they were like, you've got to be prepared to like just walk for hours and you've got to like if you go and there's like loads of bands on you really want to see, be prepared to like see two of them. Because not only is it like four miles to walk Right, to right, the next right, to walk stage. to the next stage. Like you, because you're walking through so many people, it takes twice as long as well. So Yeah. by the time you've like left one stage, you've missed the set.
for, for the next band. So you've just got to, they were like, just go with the flow and enjoy what you do see and don't expect to see everything. And I'm like, I have serious FOMO, fear of missing out. And I, so I can't deal with that. I need to be able to see everything. <laughs> <laughs> so if I watch it on TV at home, I know I'm not going to miss anything. Oh, my God. Did you <laughs> did you ever get to see Oasis before they broke up? No, no, oh not God. seen not seen Oasis. I've see, I've seen Liam twice. And like actually, performing or like no, I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen Liam Gallagher performing twice. The first time was at a like a Foo Fighters festival that they did out here, and uh, at the end of the concert, like the last song they played was uh, "Come Together" by the Beatles, and Liam came to sing with them, and he was trashed, and he jumped yeah. he jumped off the stage. And when he was walking back to the backstage, I was literally like up front. So I grabbed him for a selfie, like yelling at nice. him, like, like Liam, mate, come here. <laughs> it, was, it was like wearing glasses and looking all messed up. It was hilarious. But oh, no. yeah, I did the biggest bands in history. I mean, minus Nirvana, like Beatles, Stones, Pink Floyd, Zeppelin. They all came from your fucking area. Oh, it's yeah. insane. It's insane. Yeah. There's a it reason for that. It's because we're fabulous. Like, can't <laughs> fab. We're so fab. <laughs> Do you know, it's crazy. Oasis over here in musician land, especially mm -hmm. in our circle, it's kind of like a bad word because, like, you know that if you go to a gig and someone asks you to play Oasis... Wonderful, yeah. It's going to be a really tough night. I don't know if that's the same where you are, but, like, if someone's like, do you know any Oasis? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, not this kind of crowd. Our our yeah. joke is always, like, most guitar centers here, like guitar stores, there's a sign that says, like, do not play Stairway to Heaven or Wonderwall. On the guitar. Like, <laughs> do, not, that. do not play that. Do not but, play it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's still one of my favorite bands just because, like, I know like they're better songs, um, but they became. So, I get that because people did that with Nirvana too, or like any other huge band. When a band becomes so big, they're like overplayed, and you can't hear those songs anymore. Like, I, yeah. I can't, I can't stand Guns N' Roses anymore because every fucking bar that I would go to, and there's a live band. They're gonna play Sweet Child on Mine, and I want to fucking kill myself. That's on my you know? set list as well. <laughs> really? It's so true. See, I have no problem with their songs. Right. No problem with the songs. It's the crowd that comes. The crowd. With the songs. Okay. Okay. Like I refuse to play them because I know as people. soon as I start playing it, I'm gonna get a microphone smacked to the face. Because that's just what happens. Did that like, happen to you? Oh gosh, so much. Yeah, because I Wait, played... what? Does that not happen to you? You wait, must wait, have wait, wait. Some... do you have like security at your gigs? No, but I'm a veteran, so anybody who wants to fuck with me, they're more than welcome. <laughs> yes. I know I look like See... a hippie, but uh, I served in like the special forces back in Israel. So... Oh wow, no way. Yeah. That's sick. Oh, so you no one's gonna mess with you then. No, I'm mental, dude. <laughs> mental excellent <laughs> but now i play quite a lot of like pub gigs and right. like 
venues around here. I know. And like, there's proper pub culture, you know, especially when it's the Oasis crowd. And I've played so many where, like, people are just so drunk. They'll just bump into you because you're not, like, on a stage. Sometimes you're just in the corner of a bar. Mm-hmm. So, like, people are bumping into you. And, like, when you're playing guitar and you've got a mic stand in front of you, you can't, like, move the mic stand or anything like that. So if they bump the mic stand, that's going to be smacked in your face. Oh, Jesus. I think I need to, teach you, this... I need to teach you some Krav Maga. So whenever you come visiting California, I'll teach you some some moves that you can uh, get rid of people who are in your way. You see, yeah. I would I would love to move <laughs> people. But there's also that element of being professional at the same time because I would love to swear at these people you know tell them where to go down the microphone but it's very inappropriate when the pub are like we'd love to book you again and I'm like "Mm, yes I'm very friendly you know what I mean I can't yeah I I I probably come from a different scene that's why because I'm a punk rocker so you know yeah don't get in our way like I toss in a flowery dress it's not the vibe to be swearing at people down the microphone probably not <laughs> probably not like i toss water at my crowd and shit dude that, yeah we do wild shit that would not happen <laughs> <laughs> although i've i've have got very annoyed a lot some guy literally tried to take my guitar from me and i was like dude what are you doing what like get off me and the bouncer like doesn't do anything he's just standing there going oh funny guy and i'm like oh my god dude you guys are crazy yeah that's I had some crazy interesting shit. gig oh this one guy when i was at a gig it was quite a classy gig as well okay but it's quite a nice bar where they they have food and all the waitresses are in nice little pennies it's all nice <laughs> and um this guy was being inappropriate with me for one and then his friend was I thought he was just asleep because he was enjoying my singing so much that it would like sent him into a little sleep. No, he was just really drunk. I turned around and he'd thrown up all on the bench next to me, no. next to all of my equipment. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I think you need to leave. And then he was like, You're discriminating against my friend. And I was like, he has just thrown up on my equipment. Get out. <laughs> wow, dude. Okay. Yeah. You've you've had some fucking wild shit happen. Some, yeah. That's I why mean, you're biased. That's like why you're biased every... against British crowd. Yeah, all, maybe that's all, why. <laughs> all I see when I see a British crowd is like rock concert that everybody bouncing up and down. But if you're at a yeah. bar and people act the same way that you act in a stadium, yeah, that's probably not gonna work out. Yeah. Maybe I'm just you know, I get them way too excited and they're dancing too much. Yeah. Maybe you that's the thing. I need 100%, to calm down. 100%. 100%. It was weird in COVID, though. I don't know if you guys, what the rules were or anything. A lot like, of rules. It, there were a lot of rules. Yeah. I, I'm going to, the first year, like 2020 to 2021, I had two shows total. Yeah. That's it. The beginning that's of it, before hard. the lockdown. And then there was a brief break that you can play gigs outdoors. Yeah. And we were able to play one and then again. Hold up. Was it like 
when they were playing them outside were people yeah. having to like sit in their household groups on tables and not allowed to stand up no they were allowed to stand up see when we did it well you, you guys outside. dude england england went all in in that yeah whole thing. it, was, it was gnarly gnarly so i was having to play gigs where i'd literally go in and the landlord or whoever had booked me were like you can't let anyone dance. You can't have them sing along. And I was like, why am I here? You can't have them I, sing that's along. Literally why you have hired me. Like, what do you want me to do? So people would have to sit in groups on their of their household on each table so they couldn't mingle between the tables, which when people get drunk, they do anyway. Yeah. And so I have to say at the start of my gigs, Okay, I know that we're all here to like have a good time, but you can't have too much of a good time. Don't sing along and don't dance. Just listen. Don't have to me a good time. And... <laughs> you're not allowed to have a good time. The government no. <laughs> said you're not allowed to have a good time. Look miserable because the sadder you are, that means COVID will not get you. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. Listen, I don't know what you believe or not believe. I don't even want to get into it. But for me, it it was just like complete insanity. Yeah. You know. Nobody talked about like the facts that if you're a pretty much a healthy person, like you're not gonna die from this. Like, yeah, I know it was crazy how scared I was though at the start. Like, we all were, dude. You don't even know the extent that we went because, like, I had a newborn. So, like, every time I came back from work, my ex-wife made me like take my fuck all my clothes off at at our garage. So I can yeah. walk in and put it in the laundry it and shit. So Dude, we were so fucking mental. That is so crazy. I did the same. Like, I I didn't even go to the shops or anything. Like, I lived with my parents during lockdown, which was interesting. I bet but, that, um, was, that was a trip. It was intense. I love them to pieces. But um, but well, yeah, I, we... like, my mom would do all the shopping, bless her, my hero. Because I was like, I can't I can't go to the shop, mom. I can't go to Tesco because I will die. But she was already she was working out. So I was like, you already mingle with people. You you're more immune to it. You go to Tesco, and then she'd come home, and I'd be anti backing every single thing from the shop. Oh my god! Craziness. Craziness. Thank God it's, thank God it's behind us. Oh so, yeah, it's so nice as well this year because everything's kind of just opened back up literally in this past year it's yeah. gone mad for live music people yes just everybody working yeah 100 and that's why yeah. like the my open mic works out because like if the, people missed fucking live music and seeing performances all the time like mm. i had to um in covid do a closed mic where i had to like have a set people that were on and they had to bring their own mic and i had to like organize sanitation between their sets oh dude we used to do open mic over zoom nice that's cool though i loved all of those it was so sad it was sad i tell you what was the saddest part the saddest part was when a comedian was on comedy does not work on zoom though does no. not work on zoom it does not it does you'd not you'd have to have like a little laugh button or something yeah and you have to wait for like you wait at least like two three seconds sometimes five until you hear everybody's laughter so you oh. cannot just yeah dude no. it was so cringy and i had to like 
I was performing, so I obviously had to sit down for other performers, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, no. And I don't, and I can't close my, my screen because I don't be like fucking rude. <laughs> so I have to pretend like, ha ha ha, this is hilarious, you know? But like, oh. bro. Oh no, it's bad enough in real life when there's no laughs, but when it's like a delay, oh no. Yeah, very crazy. Terrible. Okay, yeah, just like I told you, the Zoom started the countdown. So we have like 10 minutes until I have to like switch rooms. And okay. Like, you cool. have a time limit, by the way? No, I'm oh, in for yeah. the night, so. There you go. That's what there I like to hear, Dorothy. <laughs> um. Okay, the real question is, it's a very topical uh, question. Uh, is football coming home this year? What do we? What do we think? Oh, everybody? you're asking the wrong. The person. wrong person. I don't watch football. Honest. No. Come on, dude. The, the World Cup, though. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I only years. heard about it the other day. This is terrible, isn't it? Um. Yeah, I've heard there's restrictions and there's no alcohol there. Yeah, which is probably good for the Brits because they won't start any fights. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> For me, it's the football culture. It's not the one. But I, I once got into football when it was the World Cup, yeah. whenever that one was. And I was like, do you know what? If I'm going to be a football hooligan, it's going to be today. And I'm going to go all in. I painted my face like an England flag. And I was like, let's go to the pub and let's be rowdy. Let's so go. I was like chanting all of these chants. What was it? Oh, Pork pie, sausage roll, come on, England, give us a goal. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, getting rowdy. But I'd obviously gone to the wrong pub because I shout, I, I was up shouting that and then people were turning around like, just completely disapproving. Oh, my God. And I was like, hmm, I don't like football anymore. No one likes <laughs> <my chance." laughs> No, I don't even remember if England back, won then. Back home, like... When I was in high school, I was like an OG hooligan for like a team from Jerusalem. Like, dude, <laughs> I, I'm legit Did you crazy. Play? Was that? Did you play football? I used to in high school for sure. I was more of a basketball guy, but going to games, cool. going to games, definitely football is like huge in back in Israel. Here, Americans call it soccer. Yeah, soccer. Soccer. <laughs> oh my god, so obnoxious! You actually play with <laughs> you actually play with the foot. So I don't know what they called their game football because it's you don't even. Isn't it American football though? That's basically rugby. Oh, yeah. There's, a dog. there's there's two of them. You haven't there's noticed. Two. Yes, that's my baby. That's Bully. Oh hey. He's part German, part husky, and mm. the other one, she's like, come here, Marley, come here. She's like a 50 pound mutt. I don't know what she is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh. I brought them both with me from Israel. They're both Israeli. Really? Yes. Don't I just recently learned that dogs have to have passports if they go on holiday? No. Oh, maybe that was wrong. I definitely Googled it and saw a little dog depends, passports. Depends, little to which, depends to which country you're going. Okay. But uh when I moved them here, I just had to buy them like a ticket for each of them. I think it was like two hundred dollars for each dog. And then you have to put them in crates and you have to put them at the bottom of the fucking plane. Yeah. It was not a no. it was not a fun flight, no. 
Mind you, I had a an hour layover in Amsterdam that I was freaking out and like I had to make sure that they made it on a fucking flight. Yeah. You know, because they treat them oh, like luggage. Yeah. Yeah. But look at them now, thriving. Oh, living the dream. Living the American dream. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, no, because I was about to say like yesterday you're the English team fucking killed it. So I think you should. I think you should get into it. Back into it. I think well, I have you to come up with some new chants. Yeah, yeah. Just go to the right pub. Wait. Then I might, if I get into my football hooligan phase, then I might like be able to talk to the guys that smash the microphones in my face a bit more. Exactly. There you go. Like you show up to, to show up to your next gig just wearing. England outfit, <laughs> fucking oh makeup and shit, dude. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Do you not smoke weed? No, I don't smoke. I'm a singer. I'm a singer, too. What'd you, what'd you say? Yeah, but you're like a gravelly singer with the husky tones. Oh, I need the, like the, the ruggedness. That's what you're saying. Like the, <laughs> exactly. the rasp. I see. The rasp. <laughs> I sing for the Teletubbies. It's not not quite the, sing the, for the... The, the sound. It's not quite the sound to have the husky tones when you're singing for the Teletubbies. You never know. You know. You should try. <laughs> you should try. You should try to do some rock covers, dude. Teletubbies, let's go. <laughs> it wouldn't work. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Punk rock is back right now. All these bands are coming back together, like Blink One Eighty Two and all these guys. We're taking over. I mean, see, that's a scene that I just don't really know much about. Really? Mm. Okay. What about emo? Uh, Do you listen to any emo? I like think my, my as emo romance. as I got back in the day was yeah. Paramore. Fuck yeah! A bit of Paramore. They're Still touring like right now. Are they? Yes. See, I'm I'm very out of touch with everything, really. Living with my sheep. Um, <laughs> Wait, you have no. sheep for real? Oh, they're not mine. They're just in the field. Okay. Back. And you go pet they're them. not my sheep. That would be cool if they were my sheep. <laughs> but where are they touring? Um right right now across the us i think they i'm pretty sure they have a european tour too like in the summer that would be cool yeah going to see them yeah you need to she's an insane but singer dude she's amazing have you watched like i've watched little videos of her doing like vocal lessons and how she's learned to do a lot of things yeah that's pretty cool to watch someone who's so good see their progress and like learn their techniques. Um, okay, so I wanted to start talking about the albums, but I don't want to do it before the countdown ends. So we're gonna we're gonna pause this. I'm gonna start a new recording. Oh. Okay. Don't go. Do so we have to leave and come back then? Yeah, fun times here. <laughs> no stress. All right. Was that even like an hour? It wasn't an hour. No, it was 40 it was minutes. Like 40 minutes. Motherfuckers, dude. They're getting, getting less time. Yeah, they, they, they got greedy. 
Why would I pay? <laughs> why would I pay for a pro? It's not like I'm doing the Zoom thing every week. It's yeah, true. That, and plus, that, you can that, just go and come back again. Yeah. Forty minutes. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It was too much, that so wouldn't be let's, the one. Let's let's uh let's talk about the albums you sent me, Dorothy. Because uh, oh gosh, I can't remember what they are. Oh my now. god! Look at the what email you what? sent me. I think I cheated. You know. You think you cheated? I think I cheated and did like a, a greatest hits album, didn't I? I wait. What? What greatest? Hits? It was a, oh, a Rita Franklin did. one, yeah, I, but I don't well. remember which one it was. Okay. Because okay. Well, you stop. can't just Queen of a, Queen of Soul, yeah. Well, the reason yeah. that I've chose that one is because I'm not sure if it's that one that I want to choose, but I'll explain. So, basically... I'm, I'm confused. I'm very confused. I got into that. singing okay. very, very early, but I used to sing in that choir, and I used to sing in the church. When I was 10, I did a solo, very, very nice churchy songs. And then when I was in high school, I was in musicals, Mm -hmm. I did We Will Rock You, so I sung a Queen song, and then I, I kind of learned how to sing more pop and very powerful. I just used to shout, basically. I was like, wow, I can sing really loud, so I'm going to sing really loud all the time. Yeah. So I did that, and then my dad, back in the day, downloaded an Aretha Franklin album onto my MP3 player. Yeah, you're I old enough to remember those. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fuck, it yeah. was it was like a really little one as well, so it was quite technical for the for its day. Mm -hmm. Um, and he downloaded this Aretha Franklin album. That's all we could fit on there because you could only have like 15, 20 songs. Right. On there. And I just used to listen to that over and over and over again. And I was like, "This is amazing! I absolutely love her voice, and I want to be Aretha Franklin." So it was an Aretha Franklin album and that one has pretty much I think all of the songs that were on my mp3 player but I could be wrong so, oh, so I'm, you're just not sure. like, I'm not sure okay. if that's the album but I'm pretty sure it is I'm gonna have a look at what songs are on it now but I'm pretty sure that was what it was because that's an amazing story she's she's amazing Aretha she's Franklin amazing. Yeah. absolute powerhouse and one of the biggest compliments that I ever received after a gig was, I got Aretha Franklin vibes. And I was like, that's it. My what? That's amazing. That's me. Like every time somebody tells me like, oh, you sound like Kurt or oh, you sound like Chris Cornell. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> getting <laughs> yes. a boner. Like, yeah, please <laughs> keep on, dude. Amazing. What was it? The one Queen of Soul. Queen of Soul. Here's me researching my own album that mm -hmm. I sent to. Yeah, respect that obviously, obviously. Chain of Fours, I used to perform that at uni. What I love as well is like all of the harmonies, and she's yeah. got her little ladies behind her all the time. I love that about like soul and and funk kind of stuff. Where it's like they'll say something and then she'll have like yeah. her little sisters yeah. or something next one go, mm-hmm, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can see you doing like, that. You I can see, see I can see you doing that, dude. Mm-hmm. Gotta be sassy. Think a classic. Rock steady, a classic. Baby I love you. I'm not sure if that was on it, but still, 
So look, do you know what? Every yeah. All of these, and I definitely cheated because have you seen how many, how many songs are on this album? Oh, damn. that's 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 oh, not so that, an album, is so it? So that's just like a hit. yeah, that's like a remastered version or something. Yeah, so like that, I'm, that they I'm just cheating because yeah. I can't you can't narrow it to three albums. That's, that's just crazy. That's the 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 point of this podcast, dude. I push people it's, to the limit. It Everybody complains about it. One time, the, there was one person, <laughs> one person that told me, "I can't. I'll give you four albums." Like they couldn't narrow it down. <laughs> okay, at least it was yeah. still only four. The breaking the rules here. But to be honest, though, like I don't really listen to albums since, like, listening to Spotify. I I used to when I had my my MP3 player and my <laughs> CD player and like. Yeah. All the albums that my mom used to listen to in the car and stuff like that used to sit and listen to the whole album. But now, like when you asked for the albums, I was like, listen to albums. And then I was thinking, I should start listening to albums. Why am I not listening to albums? You're welcome. That was your awakening. The universe there is sending over to you. Because it, in my perspective, it's far more impressive that you have a whole album that has like, either it's a concept album that it's actually like a whole big story or even just like the songs are just in a right way that it kind of tells a story i love just the continuity of it you know yeah I, definitely. I think i think all the greatest albums they have that in them i think i listened to one of your other podcasts i, I can't remember who you had on but you were talking about how like a lot of people just are releasing singles at the moment because you know it's good for the algorithm and all of that. Mm -hmm. But then, and then when they put it together as an album, it's like it's it's an album of their greatest hits, and you wouldn't necessarily get like the B side of the of the songs that exactly. you wouldn't necessarily hear as a single. But it's still part of them as an artist. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't, like you say, hear it on its own. But to hear it as a collective. It just gives you so much more depth of the yeah like the one big example for me i love young blood and i love a lot of his songs but when you listen to the like his first album was kind of a, like a, it was a good album but when you listen to later albums it's just like a collection of songs there's not like one big subject that covers everything or like a story that goes through the songs it's just like random shit yeah so it's not really fun to listen to that whole album like i have a yeah. record player i love listening to albums that's cool yeah you don't have a that's record player this is also your calling christmas is around the corner no <laughs> just ask ask santa and you never know i have a record player but then i have to buy all of the records as well that's so much fun, dude. <laughs> you go to the record store and you open the record and there's a little fucking, you know, artwork. I don't shit. know if there's any record stores around here. 100%. I don't think there are, you know. Do you do you not know that like vinyl sales skyrocketed the past few years? Yeah, I know People that are it's going back a, on that. Trend. It's definitely becoming more of a trend. My friend's got a because it's the best sound. Did you ever listen to something that's yeah, vinyl? Yeah, it is amazing. I bought her a, um, a Ben Howard vinyl. 
okay. her birthday and then went over to listen to it and I was like, this is the one. <gasps> Maybe I should put that album on. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> sticking with my, my three. But um, yeah, no, it is It is a great sound. That would be nice actually to have in the corner. That's what I'm saying. I'm full of great ideas. So. <laughs> there you go. That's why on a podcast. Share them exactly. with the world. Exactly. We're, up, we're almost at episode 100. This is, I think, episode wow. 90. This is episode 98, I think. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you I mean, usually I... do like quite local artists then? Like, yes. how do you usually source people? Yes. It's mostly locals. Sometimes people from like other states will reach out. I had a lot of people from Nashville, which is also like a huge music uh, city. Um, and I've obviously had people back from home from Israel, like musicians that I know from there. That's cool. So you're the first one from England, I think. That's amazing. Yeah, Representing the whole sure. of UK now. Yeah. No pressure. So, nothing. No pressure. It's okay. It's not like I have the amount of listeners like Joe Rogan, dude. This is a small podcast. We're not. Hey, we're getting there. You never know. You we're never getting there. Know. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I was so close to have Taylor Hawkins, uh, who was the drummer of the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. That's um, so cool. I was so because he used to shop. I work at a at a store here, like a grocery store, uh, and he used to shop there like weekly. And every time I see him, I tell him like two things like, dude, we're going to open up for you guys one day. And I told him like, let me fucking have you on the podcast. And he pretty like he was pretty down for it. But then they were back on tour. And then he fucking died. Yeah, that's um, not that convenient, is it? When you want someone on the podcast yeah. when they die. It's not it's not gonna it's not work the one. unless we're gonna just sit here me and my friend who can talk to spirits and do like a, a oh, science do like a science and bring him back and tell, have him on the podcast as a ghost there you go gotta reach out to his son didn't his son play the gig with them oh yeah i a friend one of my co-workers is close friends with the son yeah there you go yeah. But he's going through it. I'm not going to talk to him. Yeah, not that's yet. It's kind not of, yet. It's too early. It's too quite soon. insensitive, isn't it? It's too Don't soon. Don't stop what your dad said. <laughs> not appropriate. Oh, my God. But, yeah, dude, legit. I saw them here in L.A. They played at the Forum, which is... I really... Dude, it, when you get here, you need to go to a concert <laughs> at the Forum. It's like the stadium... It's only 13,000 people. It looks big, but when you sit there, it doesn't feel big. Like it's pretty, it feels like intimate. And every concert I've seen there, like I've seen Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam. I went to the Chris Cornell tribute night that they did. That was like a seven hour thing. And I cried half the time. Wow. Um, just the atmosphere in that fucking place is insane. That like, once I play a gig there, I'm I'm quitting. Like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, done. This, this is the biggest <laughs> I'll need. I don't need any festival. Just let me play the forum for one fucking night, and I promise you're not gonna hear from me anymore. I'll shut everything down, dude. I'll go and you live on a forum. You still do that though. Like, get on the get, support spots. We're getting there. We're getting there. You can so do that. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm I'm insane enough to like 
I set myself a goal and nothing like I don't have a plan B like this is it yeah good like, you've got I, to go for it because yeah. it is achievable like how did other people get there like we're all people do you know what mm -hmm. I mean it's just about putting yourself in the right situations and believing yeah. in yourself and working at it yeah you the beginning is always hard like to get that first following like small following that actually goes around with you that's why I'm building this community like at the end of the day we're mm -hmm. all gonna bring each other up Hundred um, percent. So we're getting there. We're getting there. There's a scene here, and it's building. And honestly, I believe that this is gonna blow up very soon. Good. Yeah. Good. No, I'm really yeah. glad. It's yeah. so nice to hear. Like, I was listening to another one that you were talking about, and it's like music can be such a competition. Mm. And like, there's so many. Like when I was up in Manchester, it seemed like very. I'll come to your gig if you come to mine. Yeah, fuck that. And it's like, no, I don't actually want to be there. I just want you to come to my gig. And I'm like, that's not how things should work. And I'm like, the more you support people and the more that we support each other, the stronger we're going to be. Like, why would you want to be out there for yourself when we mm -hmm. can all just come up together? Because, like, that is how it works. You're, like, a, great, you're a great listener, Dorothy. I appreciate you listening to what I say. Because, like, I... Any person in the industry that I tell them that, they completely, like, tell me, dude, that makes sense. Like, that's how we should all bring each other up. There's no reason to step on each other. It's it's silly. It's so, it was really nice, actually, because obviously you asked me to come on. And then I was like, well, I've got to go listen to the podcast, see what he's talking about. Yeah. And then the more I'm I glad I didn't scare you away because yeah. I'm a little gnarly. <laughs> Aren't we all? The best ones are. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> but like the more I heard you talk about like community and everything like that I was like this is literally what I'm about completely and I was like yeah this is what more people need to understand like I'm no one's well some people are out to get you but like the more I don't know I'm just gonna repeat the same thing the more we support <laughs> each other the more we're gonna do well and help each other because everyone knows a little bit of information that the other person doesn't and it's all about like connecting each other to the right people and like being happy for each other as well like why would you be sad if one of your friends has done really well yeah like, that's, that's the dumbest shit super that's just cool. that's just there's just childish like that mm. being envy at somebody who's like more successful than you are it's so childish dude like and it's be like, happy for fucking people yeah i understand like jealousy but like like use that jealousy and be like why am i jealous oh it's because i want to do that okay go and talk to them be happy for them and then they might put you in touch with someone and then you can share that moment together Fuck yeah. like just go and do your own thing there's, do a, re there's a reason cool. that i sleep like four hours a night on average I, I'm just like any friend or any musician that I like their stuff, I'm gonna show up at their shows. And I'm not like not, not even asking them to come to my shows. I'm like, just this is just me, you know? Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. That's super cool. And I feel like that's partly of why I moved back to my hometown as well, or like mm -hmm. near my hometown. Cause people around here all the musicians that I have 
connected with around here are so up for supporting each other. Uh, I've got this one friend who started up this project called Circularity, and it's about wow. he's what is it turning the um me into we. So just supporting each other and creating little groups. So he does um, a thing called Circularity Rise, which is for young people, so young people's open mic. And they put on loads of little projects. I think they've created a library as well. So it's not just musical, but it's it's like everything. And they just bring people together and everyone just helps each other with everything. And it's just, it that is so beautiful. That I think that, that because... Happen because the last few decades were so focused on me and I, and people are so fucking in love with themselves. I think that the real ones, like people like you and I, were kind of noticed that early to be like, this is not how I want to go. Like, it's not all about me. Like I want people around me when I'm successful. I want to have this community that we're all growing together like exactly this whole me and i the fucking this iphone everything is fucking i it's all about me and it's yeah it's very it's very vivid here in the u.s how much people are still in that fucking state of mind mm. but then you start looking around and you find the real ones and you connect and you like collect them and you together like build this fucking thing <laughs> i this still having a sanctuary chat exactly yeah it's a little sanctuary of, of cute people i was having a chat with my boyfriend the other day and he was saying how like if you're going to be successful why would you want it's like going to a party if you're being successful on your own if you're going to a party you want to go with your friends you don't no. want to turn up at a party on your own like no. that's that's boring as as much as i can have a boogie on my own and have a great time still i'd much rather be there with everyone celebrating things together. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna take it to like even an earlier level. I, as much as I love performing alone by myself with my guitar, there's nothing better than playing with a full band. Oh yeah, it's a whole different 100%. energy. It's a whole 100%. different energy. Like every person in that band brings their own energy, and you fucking have an energy orgy, and. <laughs> It's it just like if you guys like yeah if you guys connect it just there's nothing more beautiful than that yeah I've just I've got a band around here because I've got like quite a few musicians that I work with all over the place okay. I've just kind of started working with the band around here and they're just like their energy is just amazing they just love it like they you know the groove faces that yes, are going on and if go. someone does something cool. Everyone will look in the band and be like, good, good little thing you did there. And like, we're all like, way, having the best time. Like, I've played with so many musicians that uh, they are in it for themselves. And they're great musicians, don't get me wrong. They're right. wonderful, wonderful musicians. But they won't look up. They'll just be in their own world playing what they're playing. But like, it's a collective. So like having a band now that all look we all look at each other and we're all like oh my god we're so excited it's the best. Doing groovy things it's yeah the best. it's super cool because it's like you're with your fucking family they be like my yeah. band becomes at some point like you guys are so fucking close especially um 
we didn't get to that point yet, but I've toured before. And once you're like really with your band daily and get like from town to town, dude, you just become like, there's this like brotherhood. Yeah. You're See, I'd like love to do that. Fun. Yeah. I would love to do that. Dorothy, you're going to do girl. it very soon. I yeah, hope you're aware of that. Are, they've all got their own little thing going on. They're all superstars in their own right which like I'm so grateful that they want to be on my project but because my band it's like almost like they're my session band mm -hmm. because it's Dorothy Ella solo artist it's like you know I probably couldn't steal them away from their projects to do a tour I'd probably have to get a different band for every place I went unless the money suck. was crazy which would suck yeah no but I I seen your dude uh you're dope your music is dope and you're very talented so thank you very much it's gonna happen Trent. soon we'll see we'll see watch this space <laughs> <laughs> you gotta manifest it dude absolutely yeah yeah okay so we we spoke about the first album this is how beautiful this conversation is we just jump from subject to subject <laughs> completely forget about the fact that we we're talking about the albums um so what was the second album you chose? Do you need to take a look? Oh, I don't Where? remember which order they were in. It doesn't matter. Okay, that doesn't matter. Like, there were two other ones. I'm pretty which sure Which one do you I want to talk about first? A Jade Bird one. Yes. Is that the next one? Okay, let's talk about Jade Bird, which I've never do heard you know of her Jade before. Bird? No, I, I know now because you you discovered her to me. and I oh, She's amazing. Yes. So she actually, I think she did a lot of tours and stuff in America. Really? She's from England. I don't know whereabouts. That's bad, isn't it? I should know that. But she's definitely down south because of her accent. But, um, yeah, I discovered her not that long ago, like three years ago or something. Okay. And it was a song called Lottery. And I listened to it and I was like, absolute queen. Yeah. Her voice is just crazy and she and the next person who we're going to talk about uh two people that have really inspired me to learn guitar and do it on my own because mm. there's not a lot I'm sure there are a lot of female guitar singers if that makes sense mm -hmm. like that sing and play guitar in their yeah. stuff but um I've never really seen them in the music that I listen to it just like a female vocalist or you know, they've always got someone to play with them. And I didn't play guitar. So four years ago, I I could I was couldn't rely on my band. People were all doing their own thing, which obviously is gonna be a thing if you work with good musicians, they've got their own stuff going on. And mm -hmm. I was just fed up because I just wanted to gig and I couldn't because I couldn't play. So I learned three songs and rocked up to an open mic and then they were like, please can we book you for a gig? I was like, I can play three songs. I can literally play three songs. But one of the songs has two chords in the whole way through. So I don't know what I'm doing. And they said, well, you better get learning because you've got a gig in a month. And I was like, right, okay. So I had to learn <laughs> two five-minute sets worth of music. Wow. In a month. I think it was a month. Maybe, maybe it was two. I don't think I'm... I was that great. They're all like three chord wonders. So, but I I had. But still from really, like barely knowing how to play. Yeah. So I'd played guitar, like I'd had a guitar, 
for ages. Right. And then maybe like A minor. And then that was it. And then I played oh I played ukulele for a while. So I was like, yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's not the same thing. Not really. So um but I did it. I did it. It was probably really awful, but then that kick started me into going solo and doing it on my own as much as I don't want to just be on my own and do it on my own because I love playing with musicians mm-hmm. and they are a lot better at me at guitar so yeah. we'll leave it to them but it gave me that freedom to go and do it on my own so listening to Jay Bird and watching her play guitar and watching all her videos I was just so inspired and the type of music it's kind of like country influenced and she's Folk just again, a little bit yeah yeah, an absolute powerhouse. I just, and she brings the harmonies. And I found out that we actually, before I even knew who she was, we played the same festival. It's a festival called Why Not. Really? And, yeah, we played it. And I was like, oh my God, no way. I'm famous. Obviously, she was on a lot higher stage than me. Yeah. But I was like, that's it. Super cool. And then I played Why Not again with my band this year, which was crazy. It was super cool. And she played there as well. And I went to see her and I was literally bawling my eyes out at the front. Oh like, my God. by the speakers because I was stood right next to the speaker because that's the only space that was there. And I was just like, this is so inspirational. Oh my God. It was amazing. She was just like her voice. I don't know how she sings like that, but like and then goes and gigs like that like when I've got that many gigs coming up I'll change the songs up I'll take the key down and make sure that my voice can handle it you gotta keep she going was just like song after song just powering them out I was like oh. and I really because I was artist I could have gone backstage to go and meet her and I knew like some of my friends played on the same stage as her as well so I could go but then I was like I don't want to meet her like that. I want to meet her because I'm going to be supporting her. Let's That's go. Let's go. We'll That's see. manifestation right there. We'll see. I don't know if I'm the same vibe as her, but I don't care. Like she's, yeah. And that album, I just listened to so much. I just had it in my car all the time. And that is one album that I'd listen to all the way through. But yeah. She's well, amazing. Th- thank you for for introducing her to me because yeah, I dig, I dig it. I definitely. No stress. Definitely check her out. She's she's a cool lady. She's a cool lady. Cool lady. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I can't believe you gave up on the chance to fucking hang out with her though. That's a tough decision, there, dude. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. The child in me would have been like, so oh my god. Nervous. No, I'd feel really awkward and nervous because, like, I I always put myself, like, in their position. If I'd right. just come off stage, because it was a big stage, like, yeah. there was thousands of people in this tent. Fuck and yeah. they were all going crazy, all singing her songs. And I was like, I bet you she's got loads of people that are waiting for her backstage. And I was like, as much as me coming off stage, I'd, like, like people to be there and get the vibe to be honest all i'd want to do is go and have a cup of tea in in the tour bus or something do you know what i mean i, I don't want to be talking to random people that I'd like to have a cup of tea do you know what i mean she says <laughs> oh my god i'm not a rock star he's I'm so british star. i love it 
I fucking love it, dude. I don't know. I, Listen, I'm for also, me, I think I'd freeze up if I saw her. I'd just go. <laughs> for me, here's say. the thing that I've learned because I look up to people like Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins. Every time you meet them, they're the nicest fucking people and they'll talk to you for like five minutes. So for me, if I come off stage and people start talking to me, I feel so humble to be able to talk oh, to them yeah. and like thank like thank them for coming and like I'm still like super awkward about the compliments though. I'm still yeah. like I, I get the imposter syndrome a lot. Yeah. I know. Uh, you just gotta just go, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean just pretend <laughs> take it in. Take it in. But um yeah, I mean but I also get you what you're saying. That like after like a big gig, you probably just want to. Oh. It's that as well. But also, I think the main reason was because I just make an idiot out of myself. And just <laughs> like cr- crying and up. passing out I and shit. Go, I just go, great set. And then just stand there and be like, what do I say? I know so much about her and she doesn't know anything about me. Oh, my God. <gasps> She does. She's heard me sing. So me and my friend did a little jam. Wait, what? So me and my friend were jamming some Jade Bird and she filmed it. And I was like, this is the first time I'd ever played through the song. I'd never seen the chorus before. And I was like, just singing random, like, la, 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 whatever. And then my friend recorded it and put it on her TikTok and tagged Jade Bird in. And I was like, oh. That is not me at my finest, but whatever. She's not going to see it. She commented on it saying, love this. Fuck yeah. So you see, that's how we're going to meet. That's a manifestation right there, dude. There you I go. love it. We'll I see. love it. <laughs> Are you on TikTok, by the way? I am, but I hate it. But I, ha- I deleted it. I just know, I know too much, dude. I know too Joe, much. Joe Rogan broke down the terms and agreement of fucking TikTok. He broke it down on his podcast. That's not stuff that I want any app on my phone to do to me, dude. Is it all like psychological? No. It's here's the thing. TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, which means TikTok is owned by the Chinese government. Which is a, nice. a dictatorship. So Yeah, nice. If you have the app on your phone, by agreeing to their terms, they can access data on any electrical device in your house that uses the same Wi-Fi. So whatever data you have on your computer, even if you don't have TikTok on the computer, they have access to that data through that backdoor. What if my laptop's been turned off? Do they still have access? Well, you're going to turn it on at some point. And I mean, it's still on the well, Wi-Fi not when anymore. it's turned off, no? <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think there's any anything that I'd hide from them, but it's just that's just a bit creepy, isn't it? You don't want them to. Yeah, not the Chinese government. That's probably not a government that I would like to have access to that. And who knows, like, if they can actually get your, like, fucking credit card data or shit like that. 
Oh, well, they wouldn't be no. taking much anyway, so. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. Living from paycheck to but, paycheck. Cheers. Dilly dilly. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. It would be worth going for someone else. Somebody else. It is creepy, though. I've, I've watched a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. I don't know if yep, you've seen Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... Yep. it's for me, it's not necessarily like the data that they have access to, which is weird. It's You're like, talking about the brainwash. Yeah, and the addictiveness of it. Because I do spend hours scrolling and then I come out of this little scrolling zone and I'm like, I literally just watched ducks and cats for the last two hours. Yeah. What have I done with my life? Yeah. That's that's well, the that's thing. The that thing. Like, Once they have the access to your data, they can better like advertise or like put the right stuff on your yeah. feed in order for you to stay on your phone and i'm a sucker for an advertisement yeah i'm awful i'm like I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna get sucked in by these adverts and i'm like i have just bought three pairs of trousers from this random site yeah. because the internet told me to <laughs> here's the thing though you know what's gonna be the next stage of that well, the next stage of that will be like a virtual reality. That's the next. Yeah, stage. they're already talking about the meta shit that there's going to be like people are going to live in that VR. Yeah. So what well, it here's the fear. What if the government tells you, listen, Dorothy, um, you don't have to work anymore. Just put those goggles. We'll take care of you. No, because I've been job. like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's that's you I and I. My job. That's you and I. But imagine how many people have a life that they're like, fuck this. I'm just going to plug into this wire and live my life in the Matrix. It's like Black Mirror. Have you seen Black Mirror? I've seen Black Mirror, of course. I've seen all of yeah. them. That's definitely, yeah, it's out there, dude. Creepy. We're getting Creepy. there. <laughs> creepy stuff not the one yeah there's still gonna be real ones like us though that's gonna want to travel the world and actually do things and perform and make music it might make um, flights cheaper though if people aren't getting on them <laughs> that's <laughs> gotta look that's, at the positives yeah there you go <laughs> i love it that you're a positive person i'm I a i'm a pisces so sometimes it's a little harder I don't, I'm not really, I say into mm. star signs. I I like, I like learning about them, but I'm not, don't really yeah. know a lot. Yeah, I'm we, Aquarius, so I don't know what that means. Of course you are. Oh, okay. The, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. You don't know that song? Probably. From the, from the musical Hair? I've probably heard it. Oh my God. Okay. I'll give you some. I'm really up. bad with like song names and artist names unless I know them. You know. You've never seen the musical Hair, like Hair. I don't think I've seen it. I've heard of it, okay. and I've probably listened to songs from it, but I've not seen it. Okay, oh, I'm giving you homework, I guess. Okay, so thank you. You'll have to. You'll have to. <laughs> you'll have to <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Okay. Time or time we're good on time. I think I have to restart it again because the countdown is already... again. Yeah, those fucks. Does it say it on your screen too? 
No. Oh, so it's just on my end. Yeah, it's already like three minutes until shutdown. So might as well catch it up early. Okay, cool. All right. Are we going coming back? Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. This one took me longer because I had to pee so bad, dude. <laughs> no stress. It was like that scene from Austin Powers when they defrost him. And he just pees for like oh, I don't, I don't I've never watched it. <laughs> I don't watch Austin Powers. It's not my sense of humor. But it used, it used to be our it, sense of humor. Our sense of humor back in the 90s was definitely different than what it is right now. See, I I didn't I don't know. I think I watched it when I was like younger and I was like, this is not for me. Not the one. <laughs> you're, you're too mature for it. Oh, yes, I'm so mature. So mature. So mature, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, third album, dude. You remember what was the third, third album? Third album, I believe, was Leanne Le Havis. Uh, what, was the, what, was the, what was the album called? It's uh, <clears throat> Something With Love Is Enough, was it? Is Your Love Big Enough? Is Your Love... Yeah, that one. Let's go. Yes! This one so, I, I didn't know either, by the way. I've never heard of her. Leanne Le Havis, yeah. she is also another artist that inspired me to play guitar and be a strong, independent woman because her Let's guitar go. playing skills are mad. Like, I try to learn her songs on guitar and I'm like, you need like... Wait, is she the one hands. who plays guitar there? Yeah. Oh, Okay. She's That's... she's watched some live sessions from her. Fuck there's yeah, a tiny dude. desk there's a tiny desk what are they called? Tiny desk sessions. Yeah. That she does. And that's like watching her play. It's not like she's not shredding or anything like that. She's just playing about five different parts all at the same time. Yeah. That's and it's her music's quite obscure. And I, I listen to um there's a thing called Song Exploder on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And it's like where artists, like famous artists, pick apart their songs. So you should definitely get on that. Oh, There's loads yeah. of different artists, like Dua Lipa does one, Fleetwood Mac. What? And, um, but it's like the producers and stuff talk about it, and it's different people. What's it called? Um, Song Exploder on Spotify. Song, Song Exploder. Explode. Yeah, so it's like artists, they pick apart their songs, they show, they either go through like the creative process of it or the production of it or they, um, the writing process. Oh, and they, oh it's like um, a podcast. Yeah, it's super cool. Panic and at they, the Disco, dude. There's so many, there's so many like big artists that are on it. And okay. um, Leanne, Leanne Le Havis was talking about hers and it she shows like it literally breaks apart the song so like you can hear each individual part on their own and sometimes so they do like little voice notes of when they started writing the song like yep. I'm sure you do the same like yep. I'll start writing the song and be like blah 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 into the microphone and then I'm like yeah this is an absolute tune obviously that's not how it comes out at the end so like listening to that and listening to her talk about it she's got such a relaxing voice as well and she's talk she does has like a lot of jazz influences which is where I kind of came from start when I started singing I, I started singing a lot of jazz 
And um, she's always like, I don't want to go for the obvious thing. I want it to be obscure and like, oh, weird, but in the best way. So listening to her kind of talk about how she puts a song together, who she works with. um, And like, yeah, I just find it really, really inspiring that she writes all of her guitar parts and like, but also she doesn't rely on just herself. Like she does work with people on things. So to know that like, you can go off and do it on your own, but everyone has that extra, like a song is always a collective thing, yeah. unless you're like one of these crazy talented people that can just do everything really well. But that gets boring. Just like we talked yeah. about it earlier, like, the energy that a band brings is forever for me going to be way better than just a single person who can yeah, play. Yeah. And- like I, I I used to love those videos of like this one performer who would play loopers of like drums and keyboards and all of a sudden it's a whole big song. It's fun, but like okay, like I'm not going to watch a full concert of that. Like where's where's the energy of the drummer? Where's like you know- Yeah, I guess that. See, I've been to see Newton Faulkner recently he's he's amazing he's just does it all on his own and but he like he involves the crowd so Mm -hmm. like the crowd they're doing three-part harmonies all these different parts so that's kind of like the involvement of it and it didn't feel like it was just him on stage even though it absolutely was okay it's yeah so i think there are people there are ways ways to do it yeah and then I guess I guess they're still involving people because music music's a language. Music is yes, a way is. to communicate to tell stories. That it's not meant to be a solo thing. Mm-hmm. It's meant to involve people. It's meant to connect people. So to have people that can do it on their own and include that—that's just mad. Yeah. But then I can respect. But that. then also going back to like solo artists. I'm like, oh, I can't do this on my own. I can't do that on my own. But it's like, but it's okay because that person can do that. So work with them on that. And then you create this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And like listening to Leanne Lahavis, she literally inspired me to learn guitar. Like she's the main reason that I learned guitar because I was like, if she can do it, so can I. Okay. And that's amazing. And she does all the beautiful harmonies and the songs that she does that like they wouldn't be on radio one or anything they're not like you know like right they're not like super poppy as much as i love like a a pop hit like a bit of dua lipa love that love it you love dua lipa yes why does she hate on my country though come on oh does she i don't i don't really know that much about i just bop to her music see that's that's my only issue with a lot of musicians that i actually respect like Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. He wrote some of the biggest songs and albums of all time. Mm. But once you start talking about politics, do you have no idea what you're talking about? You're kind of losing me. And I'm still going to listen to the songs. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. It just makes me feel a little like less about that person. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like if someone comes up with a view, and you're like, mm, I don't agree with the way that you've handled that. It kind of like taints the music, doesn't it? Yeah. It's and not it, cool. It's especially hurtful for me because I like grew up in Israel. So I definitely know better 
about the history of my own people than some random guy who lives in a mansion in fucking the US or in England. Yeah. That's my issue with that. Like you cannot have an opinion. Like, I don't have an opinion about politics in England. I don't even know Me like <laughs> that's probably for the best. Um I, yeah. I used to be super involved politically, but dude, when I moved to the US and I've seen like I look as an outsider and here it's only two parties. Back home in Israel, there's like at least 10. So it's a little more, more diverse. But here is just two parties and they both yell at each other. And I'm, I just want to put a fucking mirror in the middle and tell them, guys, you're basically the same. Mm -hmm. Like these people who are like make the decisions, they don't care about you. Why are no, we fighting about shit like that? It's too much. I like to live in like a, a little oblivious bubble, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like anytime that I start listening to the news or anything, it just makes me so depressed. Obviously, you kind of need to know what's going on. Yeah. And my sister would hate me for saying this because she's really into her politics and she's mm -hmm. very passionate about people knowing. But I'm also just like, they're just so angry with each other. <laughs> like, Stop being mad! Like, can we just on. settle it and over a pint? So just settle exactly. it over a pint. Everything would be so much better if you just like accept that we're all different and everyone just got on and we all just were nice to each other. I think social but media kind of kind of amped it up because it wasn't that toxic yeah. before that. It wasn't that toxic yeah. before that. That was another thing they were saying on this social dilemma thing. And it was like they've got to the point now where social media and like Google, Apple and all that, they can literally control what people vote. Because basically, basically. all they need to do is push out certain videos to certain people and it will that will then spiral yeah. in someone's brain that you don't think for yourself anymore. Yep. Like because like I'm, I'm I'm pretty much the same. Like me scrolling through, like I'll form opinions based on all the videos yep. that I watch because that is how these apps are designed. They are yeah. formed, and you know, they're designed. They they're designed for you to live in an echo chamber. So the only posts you see are going to be related to what you think. So that's your validation. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. all these people agree with me. I want to be part of that community, basically. And it's just yeah. like, and again, it's just like two football teams that just fucking yelling at each other and hating. Like, and you, people here root for their parties and they don't have the fucking decency to look in inside and be like, oh, what these people are doing is fucked up. What we're doing is also fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know? There's no like self-reflection at all. They just root for like a specific team and they're going all in with that. Yeah. And I got very frustrated. So I really try to stay away from politics nowadays. The only uh, problem I have is that I have a child. So when I see like crazy shit starts happening, I'm like, okay, there's like some stuff that I personally need to put out there to be like, yo, yeah, what are we doing? Him. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, yeah, lots of silliness yeah. here. A lot, a it lot is, of silliness. It is so mad. Do you ever want to have kids? 
I don't know, go up and down with it. But yeah, mm. I'd probably see myself having kids. But That's because you grew up in the country. Yeah, well, to be honest, I didn't grow up in the country. I grew up oh. in a town, but I've just moved here, you yeah. know, in my old <laughs> age. <laughs> dude, you're not even 27. <laughs> no, oh, dude, that, that's the most time. that's the most dangerous year of your life. You have to very be very careful at 27. I know, yeah. Well, obviously, I've made it, so it's not looking good for me next year. <laughs> no, be, no, obviously joking. <laughs> just be careful. Just be careful. Touch wood. <laughs> um, okay, so before we wrap this up, because uh, my bassist should be here soon, we're practicing. Well, yeah, it's afternoon bit. for you, isn't it? Yeah, right now it's like 3.30 p.m. It's half 11 here half 11 yeah sorry 11 11 30 <laughs> not, not trying to do accents oh my god so here's a question i ask at the end of every episode is do you have an, anything you want to ask me so it's a lot of pressure there oh a, I, a drum I roll. wish i thought more questions when can I come over to your open mic? Well, that's up to you, Missy. We're doing it every yeah, Tuesday. True. Every tu every Tuesday. Okay, I'll be there next Tuesday. Yeah, any Tuesday. I'll see you next Tuesday. You know, it, by the way, uh, a lot of people don't get the joke of the name of the I podcast. The okay, you got the joke. I get the joke. Perfect. Yeah. Because I had, I, dude, I, I, had I had a girl. I had a girl here. Uh, her name is Chelsea. Chelsea Glaze and. Uh, we recorded the podcast, talking and shit. And I think only after the episode was released, she like sends me a photo of like the name of the podcast. And she's like, wait, <laughs> called cunt. And I was like, yeah, good morning, bro. I already had you on. Like what? That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> I told my dad about it. I was like, dad, I'm good on this podcast. How cool is that? And he's like, you do know what that stands for, don't you, Dorothy? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, is it very polite, though, Dorothy? Like, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. Everything's fine. He's from, he's from the polite generation? Yes, he's very polite. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, no. No, no, dude. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wild boy. I didn't cuss, so, I, I I didn't guess... cuss that much today. Didn't I? What's that? I didn't cuss that much today. Did I cuss at all? I probably cussed. Yeah. I always try not to because I'm like, I don't know who's listening. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if, Jesus what is always dad? listening, also. Exactly. He's always Amen. listening. Amen. <laughs> I'm Jewish, by the way. Oh, amazing. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm not allowed into church. You know, I'll have to hide my, <laughs> hide my horns and shit. Hide my horns. Amazing. I guess another question for you would be what's next with you what are you doing what's next with your band and stuff Oof. okay so like I mentioned well we, we're having basically at the brewery I host my open mic night at there's a very emo theme going on she started like doing emo nights every couple months Nice. Like bring it like emo band and stuff like that. So my band was actually on the first one. 
So we're building this emo community together, building this whole big thing. Now we're having an acoustic emo night next Friday. And that's going to be the last show of the band because we're going to start a GoFundMe to record the album. Once Amazing. we have the album recorded, oh. then we get back. Um, and that also going to give me enough time to learn guitar because two guitarists quit on me. And I'm like, okay, I can be a lead guitarist. It's going to be fine. It's punk rock. But it's be not, a strong, I'm, independent I'm not, woman. I'm not, exactly. Take exactly. some inspiration. <laughs> so we're going to do that. And uh, we actually did the this past summer, we did an emo festival, which had like, um, I want to say the pick of it, there were like, a f probably like 500 people, I would say. Wow. Like a, so like cool. a, like a fun local festival. Um, so that's going to be a yearly thing. So next year, maybe next I'll summer, have to come to that then. Fuck yeah. Next summer. But I do I have, have a plan. I do have a plan. I have a plan because uh, there's a big punk rock band who used to be huge back in like the early 2000s. Their name is uh, Yellow Card. They're getting back together and they're going to cool. go on tour. The owner of the brewery kind of has a connection with them. So I'm going to just start posting on social, just like me and my band just doing covers of the, of them. To try and like sneak in, yeah, sneak in from that. I mean, yeah, we're still in the beginning of all this whole journey with this current band because, like, it took yeah. me, it took me time to find like people that actually like are in for the long run and mm -hmm. down to actually create together. That's and, the hardest part once yeah. you've got that. Yeah, right. and also. The most essential thing as an up and coming band is that nobody asks me to pay them out of my pocket. Like we share whatever we make that gig, we split it between us. Everything is yeah. fucking because it's a huge problem here in LA. You cannot like play almost like there's barely any musicians that would agree to even rehearse for free. Yeah. And yeah. I on one end I get it. But on the other end, like, you can't expect fucking every lead singer here in this town to start paying everybody just so they can play with them. Like, yeah, definitely. And I'm not a millionaire. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like I have to do that with my band. They don't, they never ask. They're all amazing. Like, it's not it's not that's not why they're in the band. They're in the band because they enjoy it. But I just feel awful because I'm like they've traveled like all this way to come do this they're putting their time and their effort in so i'm just like yeah dishing out money <laughs> not not necessarily dishing out money but you know i'll cover all the costs of like all the music videos but when you're in a band as a collective and it's like a band thing it it's all even so if you are putting on a music video or doing an event you can all share the costs which is is great that's what, yeah, kind of that's that's put what myself I love. in the position where i'm like okay i've got no money so that's cool <laughs> i think another amazing thing about hosting that open mic is it's not just a meeting other musicians 
I meaning videographers, photographers, that we all gonna like you get those people around you and you kind of build your team, which yeah. would be essential. Because like, I mean, it will be awesome to have the money to spend like five grand on a music video that's going to look a million dollars. Or one of my friends is going to shoot this video. It's still going to look sick. I know an editor. I'm not going to pay any like any money for this. We're just going to have a great time. And mm -hmm. it still comes out good. It's, And it's like at this stage as well, like when you're just starting out, it's it's all about having the content. As long as it looks professional in some right. sense, it doesn't matter. Like if someone has done it for 500 quid or 50 quid, like right. it's, as long as you've got that content and it looks cool and it, there's an interesting concept behind it, it's it's all about like social media clickbait and all of that so if you've got like a 15 second clip of your band that looks and it's been um, filmed on a professional camera it doesn't matter it really yep. doesn't matter and then once you build that momentum up from the content that you get then you can you know then the, the people who were doing it for five grand will want to do it for free because they'll exactly. be like wow you're so amazing I want to be on board with this. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the goals. I think next year is going to be a lot of fun. We bu we build the like the the base of of whatever we're creating here last year, like this current year, and next year will be like, okay, we're expanding. You know. Good. Well, good luck. I hope it goes well. And keep me in the loop. If you have you got any stuff out at the moment? Well, m with my band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like, we have two originals and a cover. On Spotify. Yeah. On Spotify. I'm gonna have a little listen. Yeah, it's about time. Should yeah, watch no, the videos on YouTube too. They're kind of funny. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I was I was too busy listening to your podcast. Yeah, so it's so long. Music. Every every episode is like fucking five <laughs> hours. I know, I know. There's a lot to talk about, though. It, it, it is that. Here, here's the thing, dude. Uh, especially with the episodes that I just sit here with somebody in my in my living room, like I can talk to a person for like six hours easily. It's always yeah. like life gets in the middle. So like, I think my longest episode was like three and a half hours because wow. you can just go on forever. Especially okay. if if the person in front of you and you like click, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty good at picking people. Yeah, I think I think I had like maybe two episodes, and they were on Zoom. That's why the Zoom always scares me because there's <laughs> this this screen between us. There's a whole different energy if you and I are sitting across from each other in the room. You know, yeah, you can definitely, definitely like feel the vibe. Um, but you did great. On this, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Been trained through COVID how to deal with <laughs> it's doing gigs. You did a lot of gigs like on your phone and stuff like that. And it was so awkward just performing to no one like, on yeah. live streams. And it's like performing to emojis. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Hi, who's tuned in today then? Yeah. Oh. Can no you sing one. Wonderwall? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least no one backs your microphone into your face on a live stream. No, that's yeah. the bones. Exactly. <laughs> Unless your dog is drunk. Or in your, in your yeah. case, I guess maybe the sheep is drunk. And yeah, the sheep, the sheep are drunk. <laughs>
Um, okay, so we're gonna play a song that you sent me. I'm gonna add it in the mix, but we're gonna at the end of the episode, we're gonna play the song you sent me. You wanna tell you. talk a little bit about the song before we play so, it and say goodbyes? But when is when is this episode out? Um, wow, I'm still debating. Um probably probably next Tuesday would be okay, so that's the smartest really cool. move. The smartest That's move. Because I know because you told me this song comes out on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I, I would have loved the world premiere, but uh, it's not my place. Uh well, you still listen, you can still listen to it. So that's oh, still I, the world premiere. Thank you. Obviously gotta listen to it. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> but yeah, but so. um basically this song is out. Do I say this Friday or last Friday? Because last Friday, because this drops. This week. song was out last Friday <laughs> on the twenty fifth of November, there and um, it's. I wrote this song about leaving my day job to pursue my career in music, okay. and I actually wrote it back in the day when I was working in hospitality, and I don't know if anyone else worked in hospitality, and they have to stay after their shift because what, what's hospitality like like pubs and restaurants in oh like waiting yeah okay so i worked in I worked hospitality in that's that's so british of you I not use that word <laughs> what what word would you use for that then um waiting ser- uh either serve so like service business like serving either serving okay. either serving but I was or, doing or all waiting of it. I was cooking, I was cleaning, I was serving, I was taking plates. Yeah, I was, I was cooking doing and cleaning. Yeah, I know. Gosh, I don't know who I was. But basically, <laughs> if people didn't finish their meals on time or they'd come in last minute, I'd have to stay hours after my shift. And I didn't enjoy doing that because I was like, look, I've got plans. I want to go and do stuff. I can't. I've got to stay here and clean up their plates, which is not cool. So the song is called no. Letting Me Out because I just wanted to be let out of that and just out of the job as well. Fuck so yeah. I wrote it about leaving my day job to pursue my career. And then COVID got in the way, so I had to get another job, which sucked. I was working in an office. And then that was a year ago now that I left that job. So it's been exactly a year. How long since did you I left work at that an office? Job. Oh, it wasn't me at all. I had to wear a full no, no you did not we have to waddle around because you can't move <laughs> oh it wasn't me at all it was, no i can't no i can't imagine you in an office dude no 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 i wasn't very good at that job either it wasn't the one wasn't the one but we're <laughs> out of it now so it's been exactly a year since i left that which has been like this last year has been crazy it's been such a great achievement mentally as well to be doing what I want to do and not yeah. in a job that I, is not me. So to be express myself in the way that I am, I'm just very, very grateful to be where I am. It's amazing. And the people I know and stuff like that. So I thought, what a better time than a year since I left that job to actually finally release this song about leaving your job. And I'm recording the, well, I've recorded the music video. At, there's a place called Roller World that's like, the local roller skating place to be oh. and they've got like a little diner attached to it what um, so like the concept is that i work in this diner and i'm on skates and i can't really skate that well so everything's going wrong but it's like the whole like american diner kind of vibe 
and I'm really bad at my job everything's going wrong and I'm dreaming of leaving my job and then in I'm then with my band on the rink and loads of skaters are going past me and it's loads of good vibes and yeah and then on the Tuesday which I believe this episode is out I'm having a little party at Roller World to um, celebrate it and I think they're gonna play my songs at Roller World while we're all dancing around all right let me check flights (laughs) let me check the flights (laughs) right now Screw your own Come over here and skate with us. I wish, dude. Lights are so expensive right now. It's I ridiculous. Dude, it's last ridiculous. Su- dude, last summer I flew to Israel. Round trip was $700. People this summer that I know that went to Israel paid like two grand. I was going to say that's not that much. Like I've, you know, I'm going to New Zealand in January and I was like, oh, why have I done this? How much did you pay? The- too much. How much? Two and a, two and a half grand. <gasps> Whoa. Too much. Yeah. A I'll lot. have to sell a kidney so, to afford that, dude. So that's my house deposit that is is gone. But that's okay because we're moving forwards and I get to go to New Zealand. It's gonna be great. It's fine. It's fine. Hell yeah. But um but yeah. Yeah, I think I think life is for living. You know, you can always earn more money. You can't always earn back your life. So that that might have been, yeah, yeah. I I probably yeah. I'm I'm getting to the point that I'll have to quit my day job. Just at least one of them. I have two. Like I work five what, days. What jobs do you do? So I work five days a week. I work at a grocery store, and two days a week I do uh, Amazon delivery. Like an Amazon How? delivery van. You work seven days a week. Yeah, I'm an immigrant, bro. That Dude, immigrant mentality. Too many days a week to be working. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh. Um, I'm getting to the point though that I'll have to once I figure out enough gigs that I can book either for myself or for the band. Um, yeah, enough. You'll be playing the is it the forum? The forum, yeah. You'll give me, give me like, yeah, bit. yeah. Give me, give me like five years, probably. You're doing it's my so show. good. Though. Like, show. I know how intense it is to be working full time and then doing all your music on top of it as well. It is, and I have a intense. kid, and have and have a child. And I mean, dogs. I am a child and so a girlfriend. Myself yeah. is too much. Yeah. Oh my gosh! A lot of respect. A lot of respect. Don't give it, don't give it, it up. Keep going. You oh no, do I know. Dude, I don't have I don't have a choice. This is okay, like, good. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> Thanks I'm for glad. believing in me. <laughs> um, anyways, dude, thank you so much for doing this. This was thank a lot of fun. Yeah. Lots of fun, yeah. And hopefully at some point we'll do it in person too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Give me the dogs, yeah, you give me my girlfriend, you could like or you know, whatever. And then we'll sing some songs yeah. and, and then we'll become famous instantly. Instantly. Obviously. We'll be playing. I'll come over there and they'll be like, oh, guys, do you want to just headline the forum? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> now, All thanks right. so much for having me on. It's been really great to chat to you. Finally. I'll see you. See you later. Bye. Bye.
Bye-bye.